Welcome back, guys, to the Enablers Podcast. How are you all doing today? Hey, guys, how's it going? Hello. <laughs> it's been a while, even for us, not to be talking almost every. We we haven't been speaking every week now, as we always do. We used to speak every day, you know. This is true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And now since Karen's got a new shiny job, you know, it's been a bit tough to reach out to you her. You me. Pretty much forgotten about all of us. Well, some of us has re- have responsibilities to carry. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so the only forum that we have to reach out to her is actually through the podcast, which is now at best biweekly. Yeah. So the objective of this podcast now is really just to maintain <laughs> this friendship and relationship. Really, not really yeah. for creating valuable content anymore. It's really just Because, for us. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be purposeful to some degree as well, lah. Basically. Okay. As you can tell, the uh, the drama within the friendship group is still there, and it's still mm. ongoing. All mm. right. Anyway, let's get straight into it. As part of my job, <laughs> as part of my job, I have to do this course um, called the Continuous Development Course. No, mm-hmm. CPD Continuous Professional Development Course. And you know, there's like different different types of um, uh, workshop that we have to attend, and We already had our first one about two, three weeks ago, and it's talking about personal brand. And I thought it's very interesting because um, technically it applies to everyone. It's just a matter whether you're aware of it or you know you don't care about it. So if I were to ask you two, what do you mean by personal brand? What would you say it would be? I think personal brand comes down to how you appear to the public or how you are perceived by the people around you. So, it's a matter of the kind of person you are, essentially. I think the first time I heard about personal brand was during my second year of working. So my ex colleague then he ended up working for himself, and he always mentioned to me about oh he wants to curate his personal brand, that his personal brand is very important to him. So to me, it always felt like personal brand was something for one. Solopreneurs, so anyone who's working for himself, or influencers, so trying to create a certain image, um, just like a celebrity of what people will perceive you as, and it's always been in my head that personal brands are for people who are in the realm of putting themselves out there and, in a way, quote unquote, selling themselves, not in a negative fashion, but they themselves are the product, they themselves are the offering. And I think as I work further on and on, I kind of agree with that because a personal brand is exactly what you are offering. Because a certain person may have um, their whole life uh, with them, their family, their personalities, their habits, good or bad, but mm-hmm. their personal brand is what they're offering to the society or to social media. When you see someone like I don't know, if you guys know this YouTuber called Matt Diavella, his personal brand is about minimalism. That's what he offers. Mm-hmm. The advice about minimalism. So it's really what you offer to the public. I see. I like your reference to solo entrepreneur. You see that, right? Because yeah. I've never heard the term before. Solo <laughs> solopreneurs, yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's why maybe this topic resonates a little bit more with you because ever since you started working on your own and setting up your own business, uh, consulting company, and all that, like I've never seen. So much branding coming from you, 
before. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty plain and boring to be honest. The only branding I had among my friends were nasi lemak. <laughs> yes, I exactly. I was going to point oh, that out. God. Yeah, yeah, that's true. At least now you're a little bit more diverse in the way that people could associate stuff to you. So Other that's than your thing. undying love for nasi lemak. <laughs> that's the thing though, because I feel like a personal brand is more for work and not everyone needs mm. a personal brand at the end of the day. A personal brand among your friends, in my opinion, is not called a personal brand. It's just who you are. Is it? So, you think otherwise? No, I think personal brand is universal. The applications are broad, right? It transcends the realm of just professional environment. See, that's, that's the position that I'm taking is the fact that personal brand doesn't necessarily mean something you curate it's who you are and what you're portraying so even if we're talking so Ruiz mentioned about solopreneur but then branding can also occur within a an organization because that's how people remember you by say for example Uh, I'm really good at this one experiment that people are always struggling to do so then and another group are talking about oh starting this project that would need somebody to be able to do this kind of experiment and they automatically be able to talk to other scientists and then they they would then said something about me for example because mm. I seem to know how to do the experiment so that type of branding is um how people will remember you by mm. so mm. saying that that's just in work environment so it can also occur in um a friendship circle like you invite somebody to go on holiday it's like oh let's let's get him on board he's really fun he always likes to create drama <laughs> so yeah so i may be jumping the gun here but so my god what's kyrin's personal brand then oh i i think she has multiple personal brands uh Ooh. with people that she okay so when i was in london uh and we um <laughs> would do things together like within the close knit of malaysian community like you see her malaysian side which i wouldn't even say is, is her real side because what is a person's real side you right? me like, like i'd like to believe that you're most realist with us but that i don't know if i'm privileged enough to say that anymore but nonetheless oh. with us she is uh you know loud uh unrestrained in her opinions and thoughts and she just verbalizes everything could be flaky at one point but it's no longer flaky after she realized that she <laughs> shouldn't be flaky to people who matter uh however you know would go through would try would try to move mountains for people uh, but on the other hand when she, within a wider group of people Kyrin would be more hello I'm Miss Pleasant. I'm actually really pleasant <laughs> and fun to talk to. Be my friend. Please. Be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let me just say everyone has a different facade when they meet a bigger group. It's <laughs> like, yeah, always going to be that portion of you that you refrain from. You dial down so that you don't come off as like that crazy woman. Yeah, but yeah, so she's Miss she is Miss Pleasant with people in the second zone of like friendship <laughs> like a little bit more restrained you know more contained yeah which is not wrong i mean we all are like that right but that's what i mean though that i think personal brands are really just for your exterior right for people who 
you don't necessarily want to include in your inner circle. When you're with your friends, and I mean friends here in terms of people you're comfortable with, it's just you. You don't really curate any kind of things. But when it's with the other public, and I put this in the realm of like work, because when you're meeting outside in the public, you don't really know who you're speaking to. Might be a potential business partner in the future, could be a client or someone you may end up working with. Hence, that's like a personal brand. But if it's just among your friends, I don't think personal brand matters. Well, I don't think it is. Mm. (laughs) I see your point. I see your point. What do you think, Irene? I okay. We had this kind of discussion a little bit, talking about how you have a different, um, different picture of who you are in the work setting and a different picture of who you are within the family setting, which is absolutely mm. how it should be anyway. Because you don't want <clears throat> to be too comfortable with your colleague because you don't know where you know you need to know where the boundaries are, where the fine line is, and so in that sense. Your you as a person won't change, as in your belief of maybe your ethics of working hard and finishing what you do won't change within those different environments. But it's just mm-hmm. a matter of how much do you dial up and how much do you dial down on your friendliness, on your honesty, on your um, uh, on your personality. Um, because I don't think someone could change drastically unless they actively curate that facade and saying that it can be really tiring for them to put up whatever facade that they have in a different environment because that's not who you are um so this is why i think a brand by definition is something where it's who you are as a person and also what you're trying to portray that is what i would say your own brand Mm. you know this brings up like traumatic experiences when I first started working as a business development slash sales. First of all, I'm not an extroverted person. And at least when, at least during my naive years of working in the beginning, and when I was doing sales, I felt like I I needed to put up a facade. I needed to put up a front off. Oh, I believe in this thing. Um, I'm the authority at it when I wasn't. And I want to sell you this thing. And hence, I'm offering you something which I don't necessarily believe in or have enough knowledge in to really convince you. But because of the job, I needed to do that. And it was very tiring, as you said, because you need to put up this facade of who you're supposed to be and what you're trying to advocate for. But it's just not you. Mm. It's just not you. And trying to um, act as a different character is tiring when you're not good at acting. And if you're you don't really like acting either. So I kind of feel like a personal brand is not just a facade. I feel like a personal brand is a set of things which you decide to offer to people, uh, things which you talk about often or think that you want to discuss about because Mm -hmm. you want to associate yourself with either those topics or values. For example, let's just think Mugat. If Mugat wants to associate himself with burnt cheesecake, Businessman, Instagram star, what island island guy? Hashtag island guy. Hashtag island life guy. <laughs> island life guy. <laughs> if he wants to associate himself with those things, then he will end up posting stuff on his social media regarding mm. those four things. And whenever he meets people outside of his inner circle, he will end up talking to them about those topics. And that's his personal brand. Well, mm. I don't. I'm not representing Mugan in any way, but this is an example, right? These are it's all hypotheticals. 
Yeah. Yeah. This, this is not necessarily a facade because it's still him, but you yeah. put in front like these are the stuff that I will end up talking about first, and that's your personal brand. Or at least that's how I see it now. Okay. 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 I think I understand where you're coming from, <clears throat> but this is where this is how I see it. So putting aside you as a person and also you as a solopreneur, you have two different brands. One is the brand of who you are, as in the type of person that people, everyone will get. And then there's also the brand where you're putting up because you're associating yourself with this kind of business. So I think the the word brand might be a bit much to some people, mm-hmm. but in the end, it's also, um, it, it's not, it's not a sellable thing. It's not something you curate. It's who you are. And I think mm-hmm. as how you become, as you grow older, you always try to better your, you know, your bad habits, become a better person, a better citizen, a better member of the family. And that is your brand and trying to be better every single time. It's not, I, I don't associate the word brand as something you're trying to sell. I associate it as who you are as a person. Does that make sense? You, you basically think a, a brand is something that is more all-encompassing. It's, it's, it's more of who you embody rather than a facade. It's, not, it's less superficial than what mm. Ruiz believes it to be, essentially. So the word might have, might have a different connotation to everyone, I guess. But that's how I see it. And I see how mm. Ruiz is seeing it. Um, yeah, I, I think I agree with Karina, basically. Like, I think you need to see beyond the more superficial aspects of it to to recognizing that your brand is who you are essentially um mm-hmm. be it to uh, your close set of friends and family or even to the wider public and with that kind of different groups in mind you might have a different facade a different you know way of carrying yourself but it's all still rooted to one fundamental like identity slash brand which i would believe is fairly interchangeable maybe i don't know or was she washing it <laughs> or i think possibly the word brand can be associated with personality so personality is a bit of a warmer word to use as a human being rather than a brand would you say so mm. Yeah, maybe I'm not explaining myself well because I don't have I don't have anything against having a personal brand, but I don't think that everyone necessarily needs a personal brand that they need to manage. Because mm. at the end of the day, what you guys say is true. Your personality is the root of your personal brand because the personal brand will only feel genuine or authentic when it's highlighting your person your own. Uh, personalities right so the personal brand will shine what is great about your personalities but personal brand i feel only becomes something which you want to manage when you do want to put in front certain specific values of your personality so if let's say i'm trying to be a youtuber and the thing i want to put in front is say i don't know passion adventure trying new things those are the Mm -hmm. things that i will put up in my social media those are the things which i want to put in front to brand myself with such brand values mm, okay yeah but yeah, it's still it's still it's still me i think it becomes wrong 
when you try to create a facade, which is not you, which I think we've established it. That's, that's not what you want to do when you want to manage a personal brand. But for someone who's not really trying to, uh, well, quote unquote, sell or even present themselves in a certain way, then you don't necessarily have to do that because you have a lot of Instagram profiles which will just share about their lives. They're just sharing about all the aspects of their lives or certain aspects of their lives which they are comfortable sharing with other people. But when you want to manage a personal brand, you pick certain values within your personality and mm. put that up front and highlight them. Okay, continuing on what you said about putting this kind of information on social media, people have always gone to, especially Instagram, um, I'm just picking out as the most obvious one because it's picture-based, right? People always put out the best curated photo of them or whatever they've taken, where they are mm-hmm. on holiday, etc. What do you think about now that people are starting to be a bit more honest and putting out, I don't know, I keep seeing now there's videos of people crying and saying like, this is normal, this is part of our daily lives, I'm not all happy and dandy. What do you th- what's your opinion on people trying to balance it out, but also made it look like it's a bit of an acting because you're recording a video of yourself crying? I'm not sure how, how that gives out saying like, yes, I'm also normal. I'm not just all perfect. Is your question basically, are, you, are these people fake or real? I'm just saying, or, how do you sh- how do you portray an authentic piece of yourself to say that I'm not always successful in what I do, but also not curated in a way where um, it's very obvious, like oh, this is perfect, and then this is me sad. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, I you- think there's no perfect way. I mean, even if you try to going to your example, I think that is an attempt to to normalize the perception that people have towards these Instagram celebrities, for example. But whether or not it is a good attempt, it depends on the reader, right? For me, I view all these Instagram pages of, you know, um, IG celebrities and all that. I know that it's all just um, picture perfect, but we don't know the reality. Things may appear far from the truth. And life's not all that easy. Life's not all that great. Maybe it is, but beats me. Maybe I, I, I just don't subscribe to this notion that their lives are perfect. And if they, I, I, I'm sure they cry. And the fact that they post pictures of them crying um, and post pictures of them without makeup and stuff, for example, doesn't surprise me at all because I know that this is all just a show for the most part where, when it's picture perfect. So... Whether or not it's a good attempt to normalize, I can't say. Because Mm. what other way can you normalize the perception of people that people have towards you when they have not met you in real life other than your your profile page, right? Mm. So my view on this is I don't think you really know a person until you really spend time with them, knowing them Mm. in and out, speaking to them. There's only so much that you can get from pictures or videos online. So I go back in terms of what are they trying to sell you or what are they trying to offer you? Because if a lot of celebrities out there who share everything about their lives, post about them crying, post about happy moments like someone's birthday or their kid did something, they're still trying to offer you something. Maybe they're offering you um, the fact that they are also human, that they're Mm -hmm. also 
um, living wholesome lives. That it's not just about the luxuries that they maybe often post online. That's also the side of, uh, I also go through uh, hardship as well. And hence, I'm more relatable. I'm more human. You can relate to me. I go through all these things. Maybe that's what they're trying to offer you. Some people don't post that because that's not what they want to offer. They want to offer um, blings, luxury, um, going mm. on dates, going to posh yeah. places all the time. Maybe that's trying, what they're trying to offer you, the high life. Whereas some people, and I can't remember the guy's name now, but it's, he's basically an African-American who runs a karate or taekwondo dojo. And his post on Instagram is all about, um, he takes photos of like himself crying or his son hugging his grandson or people going through hardship or showing videos of like kids crying when they are in their uh, taekwondo or karate class. And these are all in a way intimate moments which you don't necessarily put on social media. But what he's mm-hmm. trying to offer you is the emotional side of trying to be more self-disciplined, be in touch with your emotional side. And it's fine to also be in touch with your softer emotions for men. And that's what he's offering. He's telling that masculinity, masculinity doesn't have to be all hard and harsh. There's also the softer side of it. And hence why he posts such intimate uh, videos or photos. And that's what he's trying to offer. So it depends on what you're trying to offer there. And that's, that's his personal brand. He's the manly but still in touch with his emotions kind of like a personal brand but if you're trying to well this is my personal opinion but if you think that you can make everyone online and the whole world understand who you are in and out through social media i think you're going to fail i think only a few people ever in your whole life is really going to understand you 100 percent, and that's really going to be in your family your partner or among your friends because who can really understand you unless you really spend the time with each other? Hence why I feel when it's on social media, it's only snippets of people's lives. So I see it as, what are they trying to offer me? Yeah. Even you don't understand you. Yeah. Dun, no, dun, you dun. don't. <laughs> Wait. Okay, okay. I have an opinion on that. I think we don't understand ourselves because we always have this picture of who we should be, of what we oh. are, you know, what we want it to be. And so mm. that sync, yeah. that doesn't sync with who yeah. you are actually. And you don't Denial. accept that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's something yeah. I'm trying to work on. <laughs> denial. Tune in to next week's episode on addressing our own denial. <laughs> I mean, it's all serious and whatnot, but what do you guys have your own personal brands? Do you guys manage it? I mean, I think um, my brand now and when I was small, still kind of the same generally. Um, what troublemaker? No, I mean, in terms of within, within a professional capacity, I think. I've always been someone who's like, uh, I, I do my best to work well in a team. I try to help everyone out and, you know, um, try to be all for one kind of thing. But then within, you know, my friends and all that, I think it's, uh, there's no brand that I'm managing and just trying to be like who I should be, the, the person I should be and treat people the way that they should as much as I can, I think. But when you ask me about my personal brand, I don't really think about it more uh, as much on the, from a friend's perspective. 
I would think more of it in terms of my appearance, my reputation. And um, is it curated, if that's the question? I think it wasn't deliberately curated, but a lot of the path that a lot of the things or the path that I had taken was due to some deliberation. Um, the decisions I made, um, the, the decisions I made for education, for example, where I, where I went to study, you know, going abroad, working in a bank and all that, th- those were all kind of like premeditated, so to speak. So there was a desire to, to curate my brand as someone who is capable of withstanding work pressure, works well in a team, mm. um, can excel in a corporate environment, but it's not something that I guess you consciously think about, right? Because these things take time to brew, uh, but it's not something that you could just set aside and not think about. And it's also quite impossible to, to set aside and not think about because a lot of things are commingled. Oh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think for me, my personal brand definitely changed over time as when I was younger than who I am now. But that only change, the change occurred because I'm always trying to become somebody who I can rely to when I was younger. So... Mm-hmm. I used to be very reserved and very quiet when I was a kid. I don't like to be with people. I just want to be um, alone and at home. But now it's kind of a different story because I always yearn trying to talk to people and be more social. Um, And and I, I don't do it because I'm forcing myself to. Initially it was, but now I genuinely enjoy it. Because what I realize is that being social doesn't necessarily mean you go out your you go out of your way and trying to <laughs> and trying to um, and trying to just create a conversation. You go out of your way to help your friends that you enjoy being with, and yeah. that that part of me. So that bit is what I've realized. Actually, that's what I enjoy. I want to be with people that I'm very comfortable with, who people that I can trust, um, like these two. And so that that me as a person is very different to who I am as as when I was a kid. Um, but I always try to better myself at least a little bit at a time. And it's not, it's never been smooth sailing. As Magad said, I had my episode of flakiness. And so now I'm trying to be a bit more reliable. So I'm still a work in progress, but we're getting there somehow. Okay, so another point that I like to bring up about this personal brand is your unique selling point. Like what made you differ from other people and how you could actually use that, not just to your advantage, but also to provide help for the people around you. Um, like, for example, if I were to point this out, Magat is, to me, a person who is always there to uplift people when they're in such a down mood. Really? Yeah, yeah. I agree to that. Yeah. Yeah. We, there's, there's always episodes where I'm just feeling like, meh, don't really want to do anything. And you're like, no, let's go out. I'll make you some fries, uh, some curly fries. Now let's go for a walk and have some ice cream. You, you'd always be that person. 
don't you think? Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess, yeah. <laughs> But I must say though, Magat, Magat is not the kind that like hypes you and like tries to lift your energy so much. He's like low-key trying to <laughs> encourage you. He's like, oh, come, come, let's go to here. Let's do this. He's a very chill. And you end up getting <laughs> chilled. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. That's good. That's good. Uh, no comment. <laughs> yeah, so, it, so, so what, what I'm trying to get at, <laughs> what I'm trying to get at, within the friendship group that you are, there's always something that you bring out to the table because if not, there's there's probably not going to be that group of friends staying together, right? It's not it's not that you're taking advantage of each other, but you support each other in a way that is uh, at your strongest suit. So, like Bagad would always be the person who plans things. Magat and Ewing, essentially, um, those two heads put together, something will happen and the friendship group will remain as a friendship group. Even if it means him being all the way in Malaysia, he would initiate a call and everyone would be annoyed that we're getting a call. But in the end, it's all worth it because we enjoyed uh, it nonetheless. <laughs> no calls lately, but maybe now that you said it, I should initiate a call. There you go. There you go. You just inspired me. Well done. <laughs> inspired you to be who you are <laughs> pest i guess we went off a tangent there uh but going back to the question uh what is your unique setting points i think i don't like this question because like Rose mentioned earlier like true uniqueness <laughs> does not exist no one is wow. truly unique in the eyes of you know your 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 combination of your environment and you are probably a different variation to the same thing given that everyone is influenced by the same shit after all so but then what would you say your unique selling point is and i don't know what mine is but i'm going to ask kyrene because she seems to like it this topic so much <laughs> i i'm gonna to have to chime in with the uniqueness theme um i think there's a quote that i've seen about how there's no such thing as a unique message but there there are unique messengers so you as a person you would never have a double copy of who you are mm. you might be nice and friendly but you might be a bitch behind the curtain so someone else might not have that so you know in terms of combination of who you are you're still unique so i'm just saying it exists okay 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 so what's your unique selling point then answer the question <laughs> Uh, so the, okay so this oh, is the yeah, thing this yeah. is this is what you need to get at you need to request feedback from your friends and asking what am i known for in your in your uh, okay 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 let me think let me think hmm. <laughs> let, let me go let me have a go at it so when i first met kyrin and i think that's image still stuck to me Karen is the person to go uh. to when you have any questions regarding fitness or diet because she's always <laughs> on some kind of diet and some kind of fitness uh, fat diet so I've sent to I've sent some of my friends to Karen uh, before I don't know if they actually contacted you but I've said oh you should speak to Karen about this speak to Karen about that uh, Ooh, when it comes to like diets yeah uh, there were quite a few uh, around <laughs> among our circles but I'm not gonna say who so that that's one personal brand I'm Karen like when it comes to fitness so If you realize, Karin, whenever I have any questions regarding fitness, I will always send a message uh, to the group or to you directly about like, oh, how do I improve this and that? Because to me, that is your personal brand or that's what you offer. That's what, when it comes to like 
domain knowledge. But another thing is also about uh, you being a very supportive and uh, empathetic friend. And that's something I think you offer in terms of a personal brand because you're quite down to like help other people. You're not such a person to like, oh, let's plan and like just do stuff or at least not proactively. But when it comes to like supporting other things to happen, you would do it. You get what I mean? Like Mugat will initiate something and they'll be like, oh, okay, let's, let's, let's do it. But for you to initiate stuff like, oh, let's go, um, let's go to this restaurant and stuff, you don't do it as much. At least that's how I see Mm. This is this is how I this is this is very interesting because in my mind I don't think I'm empathetic enough or or whatever that you said but that's a picture that you have in your head. Mm. Mm. So I think she's heartless. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's not either. <laughs> I mean, I I think you're more on the spectrum of like what happens around you does not affect you. You feel for it, but such is life. <laughs> Wow, (laughs) you're more on that spectrum of like being sympathetic about stuff less empathetic which is not wrong doctor scientists you have to do that right because you can't feel for everything where you down in it society society (laughs) life (laughs) got your own shit to deal with Okay, 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 okay. Here's my here's my opinion of what I see Ruiz as and still do. I think he's always the per- he he doesn't care what other people think um so much he'll just do what he thinks is right at the time and the moment and also very very supportive in many different ways possible but saying that he's also very to me I think you're quite fragile which is something that I'm always very careful about not to overtrot my line <laughs> Whenever I talk to you. Hi. No, he's not <laughs> fragile. The only time he got fragile was when you dissed him with a nasty remark about how, oh, that's your opinion about high-intensity interval <laughs> training. And then Ruiz didn't speak to you for a week. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't think that he took that personally. I, knew, I thought it was just a jest between the group of us. But anyway. I don't know, but he responded to you with quite a fairly sarcastic response. And I was like, oh, my God, has left the chat. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't feeling too good that day, so yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Basically, Ruiz was asking, oh, my sister wants to do a HIIT training when she comes back, high-intensity interval training. And Ru- but I think that it's not appropriate for beginners. And then Ruiz gave a few explanations and was being fairly you know, reasonable. And Karin just dissed him and said, oh, well, that's your opinion. Hashtag bitchy tone. <laughs> and then, then Ruiz got pissed. Because it's like, oh, oh I, I'm not going to argue with people who use this kind of argument because that <laughs> argument's valid for any damn argument. Not cursing, obviously. But when I told the story, I wanted to add a bit of a dramatic flair. Now that you see it, Munga, I, I, I see how you see Karina's as heartless. She is quite hot. <laughs> she is quite hot. I mean, I think, and I am privileged to have seen her make some cold, hard decisions which have amplified my perspective uh my my view of her as such but yeah these are privileged information which cannot be divulged on a podcast unfortunately <laughs> but all i'm saying is nothing wrong with being a cold hard person <laughs> thanks. thanks i appreciate it <laughs> see this is what i see myself as which is what i'm trying to improve at mm, good good thanks be kind 
<laughs> to one another and to yourself. <laughs> I think uh, Ruiz is not necessarily fragile. I don't know why you think he's fragile. What have you done to him? And I don't know if you want to cut this out. That has made you that had that that you saw was a fragile side of him. Apart from his momentary disappearances, which did not relate necessarily to his fragility to the surroundings, yeah. Okay, I I probably used the wrong word. I didn't mean fragile as in like easily broken by whatever you said or whatever you do, but it's just he's so supportive to a point that I think he tends to neglect himself a little bit, and so there's going to be an episode like, oh, I'm just pouring shit to him. And then there's someone else pouring shit to him. And so him wanting to be supportive mm. to, to his surrounding, he then, you know, feel the burden of like, oh, this, this girl like struggling. Let me just try and help her. Oh no, this person is also struggling. Let me just try. So, and then he spread himself thin. This is what I meant by that. I also don't see that. that. <laughs> I don't see that. Whenever I, okay, so because... <laughs> So whenever I tell Ruiz problems and stuff, like, oh, Ruiz, I'm so stressed. Like, I rarely get any advice from him. Or like, I really don't, I, I don't even ask for advice. I don't know. Every time, I, I, chances are when I'm stressed out and I tell him stuff, my only remem- memory is him laughing. Like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> like your Google senten- Photos moment. A few sentence remarks and stuff, but nothing that would actually help this environment. Uh, help the situation is more in just, just for me to vent out but I'd like to believe I did not add any additional burden yeah, believe. Him, right because I don't think you are burdened by people professing their problems to you because to you you know unless of course it's a genuine legitimate problem that is really big like and it's something that relates to you as well you're just like oh okay it's their problem I mean I'm listening to them I'm, but doesn't affect me directly. I will be there for them. However, you know, should I be obliged to feel equally sad and troubled by it? I don't think that's the reasonable expectation. So I will not be. That's my expectation. Oh, sorry. That's my observation. Observation of you specifically. So which one is true, Riz? Which <laughs> so is your unique? <laughs> so trying to tied back to the topic of personal bread, right? So this is why I'm offering you guys. I'm offering you guys friendship and true <laughs> empathy. If you need to vent it out, vent it out. I'm not going to advise you. Kyren, if you feel like you need to pour it out to me so I spread thin and help you out, I'll do it. That's my offering. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, to be honest, I mean, it, both sides are right, right? Because the aim as a person, and this is putting aside personal brands, as aim as a friend, what I want to do is try to help my friend out. So if, it, if I feel like it's just venting out and you need that, you need that space where you can just put it out, I'll, I'll try to be that friend. And for Magat, for some reason, that's usually how it is. Because Magat, like, in, in, all, <laughs> in all honesty and bluntness, you pretty much is a very, very self-condescending, but you're very resourceful and you're smart. You can solve your things. You just need to vent things out usually. But mm. for some people, they, they vent out, but in a way, they want some help. They're trying to figure things out. So in that case, oh, I yeah, might go yeah. out of my way to help it out. That's true. You did give me boxes. Like you carried the boxes, <laughs> to the, <laughs> even though I didn't ask for it. <laughs> so you're, you go out of your way to help people. But yeah, 
Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have carried the boxes. They were very heavy. Yeah, that's you. That's your brand. <laughs> but that's, that's interesting for you guys to say such a thing because that's not something that I try to put out on social media. I don't try to put out things where oh, I'm yeah. helping people out and whatnot. Yeah, you know, no one's going to say, <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm very helpful. <laughs> Want to be friends with me? <laughs> so you no, but that's the thing we were discussing where some people put such things out there. And mm. that's the brand they're trying to um, yeah. create or curate, right? Which is not necessarily wrong. It's just what brand you want. So yeah, oh, this has been an interesting session. I didn't know you guys yeah. see differently. <laughs> so in the end, we get to see how personal brand is actually quite important and that you actually have a brand within your friends and they might also be different than who you think you are as. Uh, so sometimes it'll be nice to ask your friend like, oh, what, you know, how do you see me ask? Because it'll be interesting to see whether you as who you are is in line with what you're trying to put out um, because you don't want to be putting up this image of who you're trying to be but you're struggling and that only puts a burden as on top of your individual as a person and who you really are so embrace your your imperfections embrace your shortcomings and just always try to be better that's always the case right everyone always try to be better i think my message for this episode is that you have a choice of whether you want to manage your personal brand or not. And if you do decide to choose to manage your personal brand, think of what you're trying to offer or show other people and focus on those things. Don't try to focus every aspect of your life. Choose two or three brand values that you want to associate to yourself and just focus on those two things or three things. So yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And if you have any questions, do tweet it to us on the Enablers pod on Twitter. And also please do follow our Instagram profile. We promise you we'll have something on very soon because right now it's empty. <laughs> but hey, <laughs> we will try to make it more interesting. Bye guys. Bye.